2017, I was invited by my old secondary school to be the guest of honour and give the all-important graduation speech to the assembled students and teachers at their annual prize-giving ceremony. When I was at the school, these speeches were a big deal, some of the last words of wisdom that these young women would receive before going off into the world. So to be asked to give it was both a great privilege and also an accurate description of most of my anxiety dreams. I was surprised to be asked. When I received the email, I assumed it was one of the biggest administrative errors in the education system since Gavin Williamson was born. I was surprised to be asked, but not because I was a rebel at school. Far from it. I worked very hard and I was even one of those creeps who got on well with the teachers. The worst. The most rebellious thing I ever did was get out of PE by saying I was practising for my grade 8 piano. (laughs) But I wasn't practising for my grade 8 piano. I was practising for my grade 7 piano. (laughs) Psych! (sighs) But no. I was surprised to be asked because in more recent years, the career that I presume got them to think that I could give a good speech is the same career where I talk about sex and depression and periods and angry politics and I swear and I mention lots of things that aren't what I would consider school appropriate. How late in life can you be given a detention, I wondered. And also, I wonder what detention is like. It was nice to be asked. An honour. A duty. And more importantly, quite the ego trip. The kind of validation a wannabe Leslie Nope like me can only dream of and it was probably the last chance I would have to wear my prefect's badge in public. So I accepted. And then I started to wonder what it really means to give a speech to send a class of young people out into the world. It should be powerful. It should be memorable. It should be useful. It shouldn't say fuck too many times. It should be inspirational. What the fuck would I say? Well, as luck would have it, I had about a year to prepare, and in that year, I would, as usual, be writing, previewing and performing a run of a new solo comedy show at the Edinburgh Festival, and then taking it out on tour. Could I kill two birds with one inspirational stone, use my show to help me write the speech, and use the speech as inspiration for my show? Yes, I could. The issue with writing a powerful, memorable, useful, inspirational speech for young people is that I am not a sage, an oracle, or even by most measures a valid adult. At the time I was asked to do the speech, I was living in a small rented flat share in South London. I was a serially dating single woman in her 30s with no savings, no mortgage, no pension, no children, no living houseplants and no washing machine. I lived without a washing machine for eight years and I will never quite get used to having one now. I got so accustomed to hand washing my smalls in the bath like a Victorian and saving up other clothes for weeks and weeks for a bulk trip to the laundrette that I now find regularly putting on a load to be an act of Dionysian-level indulgence. No, my life wasn't exactly a beacon of success. What great advice did I have to offer to young women based on my experience? Very little, apart from how to get period stains out of knickers by hand. DM me.